Pass Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. Hour number two of the big program as we continue. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the Evergreen Podcast.com family of programs. Look for them online, a diverse and dynamically curated blend of creative programs. The network, of course, features a myriad of entertaining shows rooted in high creative value and production quality. And this show, well, let me tell you something. Maybe they're only motorized sport type podcasts, but they're looking to continue to grow in the total number of programs they offer. And it's all for each and every one of you, those that listen. And yeah, we're listening differently these days. You know, there are a lot of podcasts I listen to the overnight. I find something I'm fascinated with, like Old Time Radio or Joe Rogan's podcast, which is fantastic. Been a fan since the beginning. Yeah, me too, dude. He's so He's so bright. You know, he's so bright. You think about how far that guy has come. It's amazing. But Rogan's a perfect example of a podcast that is not afraid to deviate from its original intent. And its original intent was talk about lifestyle and mixed martial arts. Dude has talked about some crazy stuff. So have we, though. And that's, I think, one of the things that uh, Evergreen likes about what we do. It's not just purity of sport. Sometimes it's everything about the lifestyle. And that's one of the things that I love about our show. No, the lifestyle that we'd like to talk about. Does it include uh, clothing, helmets? It's like fly racing. Were you aware that fly racing right now is dumping a lot of money into research and development of uh, uh, new helmet technology that will help us uh, alleviate, or that's the goal anyway, to alleviate um, the, the, the suffering of uh, head injuries? And I think Absolutely. They have put a lot of effort into it. And I hope they continue to do it. And I hope we start seeing results because, quite frankly, I I'm a huge fan of Fly. As a matter of fact, it was five years ago when Fly Racing's light hydrogen line was uh, introduced to the market. It's the first true lightweight racewear to the marketplace and the original gear to uh, define the minimalist lightweight category. And that's important. You don't want to be wearing something and add another 10, 15 pounds to your body weight. Most racers, professional, uh, you know, professional racers anyway, understand what it means to manage your weight because too much weight. And guess what? That's going to work against you no matter how fast you are. But when you're first to the market, and Fly was with their light hydrogen racewear, you got to stay on the gas. Fly continues to develop and innovate. Uh, the premium gear with the addition of the new BOA system. What is that? What is the new BOA system? Well, it's a revolutionary waste adjustment system that offers, and get this now, this is important, it's key, fast on the fly micro adjustability with a truly dialed in fit. How does that take place? How does it happen? Well, it's a simple turn of the dial that delivers unparalleled performance, comfort, and convenience. Visit flyracing.com for more details, or better yet, check out the local bike shop that has fly if they don't ask them why not maybe they can carry it maybe it's one guy and it could be you that comes in and say hey can you guys carry fly boom we're going to carry it. it's the fifth re- request we've had this week so do me a favor check out our friends at fly also you can have your photos put up on the fly wall submit them the information is all on their websites flyracing.com pj duran scott casper with you in studio here we've had a, a, a full first hour by the way jacob hayes jason and 
Garrett Marchbanks. Do up in this hour, Justin Bogle uh, would be joining us, and uh, Russ Bob, Russell Bobbitt, uh, originally scheduled to go first. How how is it we're behind? Not behind, but we're upside down in all of our uh, our guests. Just lucky. It must be Dyslexia Tuesday. <laughs> it's a Dyslexic Tuesday. I knew I was going to suffer from that at some point. In my and life. guess what? what? I'm dyslexic, so I can say that. And, well, of course you can. You've been here 35 plus years. Congratulations, Jack, on your recent anniversary. Uh, no, 29 and a half. It'll be 30 in July. <laughs> Get the number just right. Just feels please. longer. Yes, it does. <laughs> you were this close to getting a, you know, your annual check. So I know. Oh man, too bad. I was working for you, brother. All right, uh, let's go to our very first guest. Hour number two, if we can. Justin Bogle joins us. Justin, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good, man. Thanks for uh, joining us on the program. You missed a lot. Well, let's just get this out of the way. You missed a lot of the 2018 season with injuries. Uh, matter of fact, you went uh, under the knife, you, you, surgery to repair nerve damage in your hand. Where are you at with that? And, and uh, you know, that's pretty scary. That's pretty scary. It's like back surgery, man. The the doc that you've, you're employing, do not settle for the discount rate, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, 2018 was was a really difficult year for me. Yeah, uh, pretty much in all aspects of life, it was just a struggle the whole time. But I'm thankful for all of it. It it led me right here to where I'm at. So um, all that is beautiful. Looking back on it at the time, obviously, it was no fun going through it. But I'm glad I did. But yeah, with the uh, with surgery, I had two surgeries on the arm. Actually, I had surgery uh, about a year ago this weekend uh, when I broke my arm pretty badly in mm-hmm. San Diego and then came back for outdoors and was just struggling with the with the nerve issue. So I had surgery on that, got it fixed. Um, just uh, working all off season trying to figure out how the hell I was going to go racing basically. And uh, had a deal, fell through, started working on our own thing and we were going to make it happen no matter how we had to do it. You know, it was getting real difficult, but we were going to figure it out. I some incredible people around me. That's so important. We were going to figure it out, but then, um, unfortunately for Benny Bloss, he ended up having a pretty serious knee injury right before the season started. Me being friends with Benny and, and us training together at the same uh, uh, Rainer, Robbie Rayner's track right. in, in Oklahoma kind of talked to him about that and i ended up getting the filling right there uh rode the bike i think monday and then went racing and i'm one so uh slowly but surely it's coming around and i'm having a lot of fun man. it's been cool yeah justin uh congratulations on your best of the season finish fourth place this past weekend uh we've talked to a couple other guys who were there uh how did you favor the mud clearly you got a you got a good result out of it you're again best so far in this uh early part of the season but man, that was a mud bog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. Honestly, probably the muddiest race I've been in. Uh, Supercross, at least. There's been some crazy outdoors, but um, yeah, it was. It was wild, man. It was. It was crazy. Luckily for me, I got good starts, and I felt pretty fast all night. Even in practice, I felt good. So uh, I just had a lot of fun, man. Like I said, I. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but we're just having a lot of fun right now and trying to just enjoy the whole entire process that we're in and understanding that it's going to take time and, and, and you know, just things working to, to get back where I belong. But I'm having fun with it, man. I, I think you can take things for granted. Sure. And then 
God, life, the universe, whatever you believe will remind you why you should. And uh, I think that's what last year kind of was for me, just a massive, massive reality check. And um, I don't, I never really took, took any of this for granted, but I, I think it just kind of reminded me that I'm very blessed and this is really cool what I get to do. So yeah, I had fun in the mud, man. And I ended up with a fourth. I, I was pretty bummed, man. I, I was so close to the podium, but uh, beggars can't be choosers, man. I would have, I would have done some crazy stuff to get a fourth a week ago. So it's all good. You know, I'm, I'm going to get up on my soapbox before PJ we throw it back. You know what the attitude, the attitude I'm getting from Bogle right now, right, is the attitude I wish and hope that many of you carry through your life. You're not going to win every day. You're not going to be the best man at every wedding. You're not going to uh, get. You know, you're, you're, listen, the point is you are dealt a hand and it's up to you as to how you play it, whether it's your higher power or God or whatever that is. You're along for the ride. It's not necessarily you in the driver's seat or behind, uh, you know, the yoke of your bike. It's, it's, it's easy enough to want to think that we are, but other things will keep us in check. And it doesn't matter if you're racing, watching racing, uh, working. You know, we're the product of our environment in many instances. Whether you are suffering from a disease, an infliction, or whatever it is, we all have personal challenges. The difference is those that know how to deal with it are constantly leaning on other people because they're going through the same thing. And I'm talking about challenges, not essentially the same disease or or the same affliction or whatever, or same broken bones, but everybody has up and down times. So be a little easier on yourself and realize that this life is to be lived, is to be experienced, and just because you see it as a down, a downside to whatever, know that there's always an upside, and it's up to us to find those things. Drag others with us into that world of positivity, and uh, you'll have a better time just living your life. Justin Bogle right now is in the midst of a career that uh, he will take with him for the rest of his life. When he stops racing, he's going to remember the good times, and sure, he's going to remember the bad times too, but doesn't that make the good times that much sweeter? Now I'm off my soapbox. I got to say my, I could go home right now. I really could. But that's that's how I'm living my life these days. You know, you've, you've got to see the positive because the positive is so worthwhile. Hmm. Justin Bogle, I guess let's go back to PJ Durant. PJ, I was just going to ask Justin, how you, all right, when do you get to head to get to head to Minneapolis, where the weather's oh so chilly right <laughs> now? It's north of us. Yeah. First off, I want to say that was an awesome. Uh, that whole thing was incredible. Uh, I I feel the exact same way, so I love it. Wow. Anyways, okay. Um, Thank you. Minneapolis, we head up on Friday, so get to jump right into the you know, six degrees or whatever it's going to be. It's going to be pretty crazy. But luckily, we got a roof on us this weekend, so that's not going to affect us too much. It's a neat stadium, too. I mean, that is – we're going to be up there for what the – I think it's the NCAAs, I think. We're talking about that over the weekend. But, you know, we're very lucky to have them that close, 239 miles or thereabouts uh, from our hometown here. But it is one of the nicest stadiums within a four-hour drive of uh, Central Iowa. I think that's pretty cool. And I'm from Minneapolis, so there's a lot of pride. It took those Norwegians several years to let go of the money, but we finally got it done. (laughs) All right, our guest, Justin Bogle, we go back to PJ. PJ Duran. Justin, uh, what's your what, what race are you really looking forward to? I mean, is there a race that you call a home race uh, at all? 
uh, which one really, you know, hits you as a home race? Um, I mean, there's not like one race that I've singled out that I'm really looking forward to. But if I had to say one, it's always Dallas for me. I uh, I don't live. I live like probably three and a half hours from there, and I've spent you know a lot of time in DFW areas. Some of my best friends are are from that area, so I always look forward to going to that one. Closest thing after home race, and I love North Texas as well as Oklahoma, so it's always a good time. I can drive down. I don't have to fly. Um, all my family shows up, you know, a ton of people. So uh, that's that's probably the one I look forward to. But, I mean, I'm I'm trying to enjoy all these, man. I think that one, just because all my family and friends are around. That's cool. Which is right. Or, that one's right around the corner, too. You get to come up and freeze in Minneapolis, then head right down to Arlington. <laughs> to thaw, <Yeah>. thaw out. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a part of Texas uh, I do have a problem with. It's uh, Wichita Falls. Okay. There are no falls in Wichita Falls. <laughs> what? Who Who in their right mind ever said, well, okay, if you say so, that's what we're going to call her, Wichita it's, Falls. But they <laughs> they were going for the most, uh, most awkwardly, uh, incorrectly named. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, Wichita Falls has got a lot of good folks down that neck of the woods. But uh, Justin Bogle, our guest. Justin, talk to us about gear. Talk to us about equipment. Um, what are you enjoying most? And have there been some what we call surgical uh, changes, mechanical changes that you've had to make to make that uh, equipment more your own for the year? Honestly, I haven't made too many changes with anything since joining this team. The Rocky Mountain ATV and CKTM team is that whole thing has been such a blessing for me. Getting to be involved with that and, and just everyone's attitude and vibe at the team is is just very positive and uh they kinda let me at least up to this point, they're letting me, you know, be myself and, and do my thing because I don't I've been doing this long enough, I don't really need someone to, you know, be micromanaging me constantly. Right. Um, I'm going to do as good as I can always. So that's been really, really cool. But as far as equipment goes, the KTM is such an incredible motorcycle. And I know everyone says things like that when they're on it, but I can tell you I've been quite a few places in the last few years and ridden two different motorcycles, and this is by far my favorite. And I haven't changed hardly anything with setting wow. I got on it. And that's a beautiful thing, too, just being comfortable, you know? Yeah. And I heard you guys talking about fly. Mm-hmm. I'm in fly gear this year, and that has been that's... awesome. That stuff fits incredible. <laughs> the new helmet is awesome. Looks cool. All that stuff, man. Scott Goggles, Alpine Star Boots. I'm long-time Alpine Star guy. I've been there since I was a kid. So I got a really, really cool setup right now, and I'm I'm very thankful for that. There are guys, if you talk to historical greats, that had those seasons where they were hoping and praying that it would hang on for one more lap, whatever the, you know, whether it was gear, togs, clothing, whatever. You know, as long as it held on, that's what they were praying for. Now it's more about, well, how much better can it be made, really? Uh, but we've got to do a, a continue to do a good job, and I think Fly is leading the way in many regards uh, in terms of uh, you know head protection, helmet protection, uh, and uh, I think that's pretty cool. It's neat that you would bring up Fly. Uh, there are so many people that take your pictures. Does that ever bother you that there are so many pictures out there? Every once in a while you see a new one, and you don't remember it uh, or even being in that position. Does that ever kind of hit you between the eyes? Uh, no, I'm I'm not I'm not scared of the camera. That's for sure. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm, I uh, sometimes ham it up a little too much. So <laughs> I'm not I'm not shy with the camera for sure. And my uh, one of my best friends, 
travels everywhere with me, lives with me. He does all my photos and videos and, and everything like that that I need from a lot of stuff that I need for sponsors and then just for my own personal stuff and social media stuff. So I'm constantly, you know, there's cameras on all day long. Sure. It doesn't, it doesn't bug me too much. You know, I, I think I'd probably stop and take a peek at some. Well, that one made me look fat. Wait a minute. I am fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a problem for one Justin Bogle, who's currently racing in the in the uh, AMA uh, Supercross series. Uh, it it keeps you thin. If nothing else, this series will keep you thin. Um, so you're, you you feel like you're recovered, uh, Justin? I mean, do you do you have any concerns about the outdoor season? Uh, I've certainly talked to racers who say outdoors is a little tougher on their body. They thought. Um, do you have any concerns about it? No, I'm actually looking forward to it quite a bit. I think coming in this offseason for Supercross, I didn't really get to ride very much. Um, even when I did, it was pretty hit or miss. I was bouncing around between North Carolina and Oklahoma and Texas and California. And I had one bike I was riding that was stopped and had to order parts, wait on parts to come in, things like that. So there was a lot of hiccups in the, in the program that we were trying to get going and then got the call and I rode you know the KTM the week of Anaheim and then it's been you know a day or two a week since then so I wasn't exactly prepared or as fit as I would like to be for sure but um, I know that by the time outdoors gets here I should be in better shape just with racing and being able to train more and things like that so I'm really looking forward to outdoors especially on this motorcycle that i have now right um, i'm really looking forward to it and a lot of people you know there's there are some people that don't like outdoors but i love it personally i know tony does tony's a uh, huge outdoor fan and, and i i don't know that it's even not like it i've just heard more than a few guys say it's uh, the jumps are you know you're doing more stuff outdoors you've got maybe some different stresses than indoors maybe they specialize in indoors yeah, I think Supercross is honestly a lot sketchier and a lot more dangerous, I think, just as far as there's a lot of guys and there's a lot of jumps, you know. So mm-hmm. the margin for error is extremely small. Where outdoors, there's a lot more room to make a mistake and not go down really hard and hurt yourself. So I do like that aspect of it. And I also, if you win an outdoor, you it, it takes you have to be, it's man stuff outdoors, you know. Like it's so... It's hot. It's rough. It's Sweaty. 35 minutes, you know? It's, <laughs> it's a long race. Yeah, I mean, it's a long race in the sun or the rain, whichever it may be. Yeah, so no matter what, it's just tough outdoors. Supercross, it's tough in its own way, more mentally, and I think, you know, cardio-wise, but right. outdoors, it's just brutal. Well, you know what? They say we rise to the occasion no matter the opportunity. It's up to us to make it what it is. And uh, Justin Bogle's been our guest. Justin, uh, uh, coming up on the clock here, it's your opportunity to recognize your sponsors uh, and members of the race team you'd like to say hey to. Who are they? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I have to be, you know, I have to give it up to the whole Rocky Mountain ATVMC KTM team. I'm extremely thankful and blessed for that situation um, and all the guys over there. Um, my mechanic, Derek, working really hard. Um, Michael Burns, Forrest Butler, JR, everybody, Austin, all the mechanics on this uh, have been huge, huge for me. And, uh, you know, Fly, obviously. Sure. Scott, Alpine Star, Bubba Burger is one of our sponsors. 
Um, there's there's quite a few. I'm not super well versed on it at the moment quite yet. I'm pretty new, but that's cool. Um, there's a there's a big list of people that are extremely important to making this thing go around, and and for me knowing what all goes into it more now after trying to put my own program together. That's something that I'll never take for granted again. So <laughs> I'm very thankful for all of these people. Yeah. And also just a big shout out to my crew as well, the people right around me, Jimmy Button, Brad Frace, my trainer Corey, Robbie Rayner, Robbie and Ashley out there, uh, my family. It's just been those people really banded together and helped lift me back up. That's the, cool. The last year I had, so. I love it. Justin, and I, and I can tell you, I, I understand. We've had you on many times over the years, but the one thing that I take away every single time we have you on, you're not taking things for granted. You're not assuming uh, you're part of the equation. You're not just hanging out on the outside, reaping the benefits of the work of everybody else. You're part of it. And, uh, of course, we're going to, you know, a guy like you, we're going to have your back every step of the way. So keep racing, my friend. Uh, keep posting the uh, positive results, and we'll be there for you, okay? Awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. There we go. Justin Bogle heads to the pits. He's raced in all eight rounds of the series so far with uh, two top ten finishes and best finish of fourth at San Diego, February 2nd, currently 13th overall. We look to see him improve on that, and uh, we surely hope he does. You're listening to Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, brought to you in part by our very good friends at Racetech, the science of suspension for nearly 30 years. Now, Racetech has been producing the highest quality suspension components and tools available, including gold valves for most types of motorcycles and ATVs. Visit their website at racetech.com. Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age, you're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts, and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-backed training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals that you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along The Planted Runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you. 